You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. It is Friday, and we are here with some fire. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I'm excited for this one. This is something that I think Becca and I both have had to learn to do Mm -hmm. in the right way in terms of when you're changing your lifestyle, you always get these comments from people. And a lot of our clients are like, I don't know how to handle these things, and I feel bad if I don't have that piece of cake that they brought in for my coworker's birthday party, but yet it doesn't align with my goals, and you know, our response is always like, we got to learn to stand up for ourselves and totally. be proud of what we're doing and be proud of the changes that we're making. We kind of become these like, we're like the odd people out. Like if you don't mm-hmm. want the cake, if you don't want the bread, if you don't want to go out drinking on Friday night, like you kind of become the odd man out and you become people, an outcast. People are like, why are you working on this? Why are you making all these changes? That's no fun. Yeah. It's, you become not fun. <laughs> that's the, that's the thing that frustrates me and really what is it? What's the family guy? Grind my gears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grinds my gears. Um, that's what I think about. Like I made a post around this the other week and it was basically, I can't wait for the day that like people that focus on their health and make changes in their life that is, you know, not drinking and not having the cake at the birthday party and not having pizza with their friends. Like when they become praised and aren't looked at as being selfish or ignorant or, you know, no fun or whatever it is, like it's so frustrating because it makes people that are trying to make a lifestyle change feel so defeated doing so. Mm -hmm. Like you're already starting in a bad place because you know you're going to get pushed back. And at the end of the day, a lot of people struggle with developing new lifestyles because of like peer pressure, still hanging around friends and family who don't have the same goals and you know alignment, social situations that are very tempting, having temptations in the house, like family, you know, how many times do we hear, well, my husband always goes and buys these things and then they're in the house, mm-hmm. like old habits and routines that are really hard to break for people. And I would even add like processed food and how addicting processed food is and alcohol can be like these things don't make it easy to make a lifestyle change but we still when we are trying to do so we have to consider things and understand that like it's not going to be easy yeah and i also think we have to consider consider the extremes too because some people think that in order to make a change they have to go extreme Yes, And then they feel like a failure because they can't keep up with that insane goal that they set for themselves to go to the gym seven days a week when you're not even going to the gym any at all right now, (laughs) like you have no routine around it. And so we do talk a lot with our clients too about like, we have to set realistic goals and expectations because every time that you make these commitments and you set these expectations for yourself and you fail, you subconsciously tell yourself like, I'm the person that can't do these things. Mm -hmm. And that's where we want to make sure that if you are wanting to make a long-term sustainable change, one, you go into it with understanding that this is going to be a tough journey and you have to set realistic expectations, but you also can expect that everybody else in your life is just going to be supportive and they're not going to try to drag you down or that there's not going to be temptations that arise. And so this is where before we even make changes with clients, we have to evaluate what is your lifestyle? What's your current routine? Who are your 
support people, you know, in your corner and who are those that are triggering you? Because we have to take those things into consideration because I would rather someone make small changes and follow through with them and feel really good and feel really proud as they gain that momentum because that keeps them going instead of I'm going to do this in extreme diet for 30 days. And then by day 12, they can't keep up with it because they went to the birthday party and they're not proud of what they're doing because this is so extreme. They're miserable that then they just resort back to old habits and behaviors. So when I say like, you can't expect support, like you can't expect that people aren't going to ask you to go out and grab drinks or to go out Mm -hmm. and get ice cream, right? You can't expect your spouse to all of a sudden just be on board with grocery shopping, meal prepping, you're asking him to grill and get on board with these things and you're not going out to eat at the bar that he wants to get the chicken wings and the pizza, you know, every Friday night. Like you can't expect that they're going to be super supportive unless I think there's a caveat here. Like you sit down and you have a conversation with them around why this is important to you and explain to them how they can support you. Because I think that's one thing that a lot of people are afraid to do even with their significant other, but that's Mm -hmm. really impactful and it's, it's necessary. But when you are, you know, being tempted by these things or situations or people or events, whatever you need to go into these situations, feeling proud and feeling confident and being encouraged that you know that what you're doing is right for you and don't expect anybody there to praise you either. No, (laughs) right. No. Like I always say, this is this is a them problem, not a you problem. And we're going to talk about that in a second. But like, you guys, people don't want you to change because they want to stay comfortable. And you staying how you are keeps them comfortable because that's what they're used to. Mm-hmm. And so we have to understand that when we start to make these lifestyle changes, there's a few things that we want you guys to think about that I think can be helpful. You have, like Liz was saying, you have to be proud of what you are doing. And when it is unsustainable, you usually aren't very proud of it. You're like, I literally, well, maybe you might be proud of it initially. Like I cut out all carbs. I cut out all fruits. I, I don't eat any sugar anymore. And like, there's like this, you know, pride thing at first, but then you realize this is actually kind of crazy and I probably am not going to be able to do this forever. And so maybe I, this isn't a good idea. And people usually talk you out of it. But what I'm talking about instead is like, don't be ashamed when other people question your choices, Mm -hmm. like how you speak is very indicative of your mindset around things. And I always give this example because I think it's really helpful to sometimes hear maybe how you might be talking. So for example, I'm not allowed to have the cake right now. So sorry. Like I'm, I'm not allowed my, you know, I'm, it's not on my diet. Right. Versus you know, I'm good. I just, I realized that like, I don't feel very good when I eat too much sugar. So I'm going to pass today. I'm actually, I'm, I'm totally fine. Both of those sound very different. The mm-hmm. first one sounds very restrictive. It sounds very deprived and it sounds unhappy. Like you don't sound happy. If I had a loved one that was doing that, I would be like, are you happy right now doing this? Like, are you are you okay with not eating this thing? But the other one is like, they seem totally confident. They seem totally fine not doing it. They, they feel better not doing it. So I'm not going to question as much mm-hmm. what they're saying. And internally, if you're the person that's saying it like those ways, the first person, that doesn't sound like someone that's going to keep up with that. The second person sounds like they actually enjoy not consuming the thing that makes them feel sick. Yeah, because they've learned how food makes them feel and they don't want to feel crummy. You know, we hear this all the time from clients. We're like, I never realized how good I was feeling until I kind of went off the rails. And now I feel kind of inflamed. My digestive doesn't 
my digestion is kind of thrown off. Like they just don't feel good. But you have to put in the work to get to a place where you can know the difference. And that also helps you become more confident in those situations. And so that's the second one we want to talk about is you build confidence by making commitments and sticking to them. Okay. So imagine this, like you're a boss and you have an employee and he comes to you every day and says they're going to finish a project and then they never finish the project, right? You kind of stop believing that person mm-hmm. that they're going to do what they say they're going to do. You lose that trust in them because they're not following through with their commitments. This is the same things that we do to ourselves. As I mentioned before, if we're constantly telling ourselves or telling others that we're going to do things and then we don't do those things, we subconsciously tell ourselves we can't do these things and we're not capable of doing the hard things, but you are capable of doing the hard things. But here's where you have to evaluate, like how many times have you told others that you're going to change your life or you're going to stop drinking or you're going to work out more, whatever it is that you're trying to change, but you never do it. Well, if you tell people this over and over and over again, and you don't do these things, they're also going to stop believing you. I know those people. Like, I think everyone knows those people in their life Yep, that they just... They always say they're on some diet, they're always following some new plan, and they never actually keep up with it. And it's because they don't believe it totally. themselves that they're going to follow through and do these things. Mm-hmm. Like, And here's a caveat, I guess, is you can have all the aspirations to do these things, but if you don't have the right support and the right accountability and you keep trying to do these things on your own and you keep failing, then you need to take a step back and you need to find somebody who can help hold you accountable yep. or reevaluate the expectations that you've put into place and make them more realistic for a period of time until you can get to maybe that more extreme protocol, right? Like if you aren't working out right now, instead of saying you're going to start working out every day, why don't you commit to two to three days a week and show up two to three days a week? And then you feel encouraged, you build momentum, and then you can gain that traction and then add on a fourth day and a fifth day. I don't think you need to be working out seven days a week anyway, but you get the point yeah. there in terms of you've got to start slow because if you don't start, you're never going to get anywhere. No. And you, like Liz was saying, you have to make commitments and keep them. Like this is the one, in our opinion, I think in certain situations, having restrictions around things and honestly, like telling yourself no for certain foods and making things hard on yourself sometimes is required Mm -hmm. to build discipline and to build confidence. Like if you aren't great at moderating things, like if you aren't great at having one glass of wine, it turns into three or four, especially around your friends, stop drinking for a while. Like show yourself that you can. And Liz and I are not about restriction 24 seven. We are about balance of lifestyle. We are about building something that's sustainable. But for some people that are stuck in this rut of never being able to stay committed to themselves in terms of what they want, what they say, what they say they want, what their you know goals are, and then what it takes to get there and them never actually doing those things. If you're going to say you like, you're going to work out Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday this week, fucking do it. Like actually do it and show yourself that you can and start rewiring the brain and committing to yourself and then following through on those commitments. This builds massive confidence, which is what most people lack and why most people never actually stick to the commitments that they have for themselves. And so how do you build the confidence? You actually stick to the commitments. And there's a, some people believe like there's a, there's a sweet spot around building the habit. Um, some people say 21 days, some people say, you know, there's different numbers. I think personally, getting through two weekends in a row. Yeah, if you're that not is, drinking or you're not If doing you're not drinking, and like getting through like 15 to 17 days mm-hmm. of doing something consistently that's hard for you. 
Mm-hmm. Like saying no to the alcohol, not going out to eat, exercising in the morning consistently, whatever it is, like truly doing something for fifth. Like we asked our client that this, uh, a couple clients that this week on the group call, we were like, when was the last time you gave full commitment to something for 30 days? Mm-hmm. Like true full commitment. Well, and I think if you can do this for the 14, 15 days, you're going to start to feel completely different. Totally. Your mental clarity is going to be different. Your digestion is going to be different. Your mental confidence and just this grit that you're working on building is going to be different. And physically, you just feel good. You feel proud. You feel encouraged because you've actually shown up and stayed consistent for a couple of weeks. And then what you can do is you can focus on that. Focus on how good you feel and be proud of that and tell others when they tempt you. Like Becca gave that example. Like, no, I'm just, I'm not eating sugar because I realize that it just doesn't make me feel good. I get really tired and I get an upset stomach afterwards. So I'm sure the chocolate chip cookie is delicious. And I'll be honest, like I would love it, but you know what? It's just not worth it right now because I'm mm-hmm. feeling so good and I don't want to backslide. Yep. Right. And this is where we talk about Sometimes you need to draw the line in the sand in order to get to that place. Mm-hmm. Sometimes this level of moderation leads to rationalization and those rationalizations take over and you don't end up moderating. Nope. And so sometimes you do have to go through those phases where you abstain and you're going to feel restricted. But at the end of the day, you have to know that what you're doing is going to be worth it and you have to believe in it because if you don't believe in it, you're not going to stick to it. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say at the end of the day, guys, Realize that your choices are your choices. They are no one else's. Like they shouldn't impact anyone else's life. They shouldn't make them upset. You shouldn't feel like you have to please others with your choices. Like how many times have we heard clients say, I felt bad about not eating their cake that they made. So I ate it. And it's like, you felt bad about not eating, about avoiding a food that makes you literally physically ill mm-hmm. or that isn't serving your goals at all. And you've decided that you wanted to restrain yourself from because you become addicted to sugar. Like you felt bad about eating a food that in no way affects anyone else. Like you guys, most often people are insecure about you making better choices and it makes them feel bad about the poor choices that they're making for their health. Yeah. And that is the underlying, like- I've been in both sides of these shoes where I like when other people that I maybe look up to or that, you know, I I enjoy to spend time with, like if they aren't drinking around me and I want to drink, it inspires me to not drink. Like it inspires me to see other people that I look up to not doing something that I sometimes feel like I struggle with, you know, in terms of my own discipline. And so I always tell people like, look at it as you might be an inspiration to someone Mm -hmm. that you don't even realize is watching. And your choices have nothing to do with their lives. And so at best, you're an inspiration. Otherwise, it shouldn't impact them at all. Yeah, and I think if you are really struggling from like your social connections, people in your corner, then maybe you open up to them and you say, hey, I want to do this for the next 30 to 45 days. Do you want to do it with me? And that person might be like, man, I've been thinking about doing this for a while. Yes, I will do it with you. Heck yes, I will do it with you. Here's the thing is like, get excited about what you are doing. If you're excited about what you're doing, you're going to be a lot more, like, you're going to be more apt to stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if you're angry about what you're doing and you don't fully believe that it's something A, you can do or you want to be doing, then you're going to cave to the temptations. Totally. Anyone would. Yeah. You know, and it's not a it's not a fault to you. It's that whatever you've chosen to do, you need to maybe rethink if you're not excited about it. Yeah, 
absolutely. And then you have to decide, like, are the sacrifices worth it for you? Because if they aren't mentally at this point in your life, you're never going to stick to what you're trying to do. And that, that needs to be an evaluation on your end. But if you really, truly think that what you're trying to do is right and you feel struggle like you're struggling with this peer pressure or you're struggling with, you know, comments from family members or like your family's Italian. So you all do pasta and want and like bread and wine and whatever you guys, at the end of the day, it's your fucking body. It's your life. You have to make the decisions for yourself that you feel are best. And if people love you and support you, they will eventually come around. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to stand up for yourself. At the end of the day, when I kept getting pushback, when I was like truly making a lot of lifestyle changes, I kind of got to the F you situation where I was like, I'm going to do whatever I want. If you guys don't want to support me, that's fine. Eventually people come around. They realize how good you feel. They realize how much it's benefiting you and they start to understand. And believe it or not, a lot of people follow in footsteps. Like I love my family. I will say when I look back on it, I, I like to believe that I think I was a little bit of a catalyst for like how some of my family chooses to eat. Both of my parents have gone through some of our weight loss programs, um, have, you know, completely transformed their health. It's, it's just, you don't realize sometimes how big of an inspiration you are. Mm-hmm. So you have to stand up for yourself and decide what you feel is best for you because no one else is going to have that on your, on their minds. They're going to think about themselves. So stand up for yourself, get angry if you have to, but at the end <laughs> of the day, you have to decide it's your health. And this is your permission slip. If you want to get angry and you want to tell somebody <laughs> off, you just tell them. Listen, Becca told me I got to stand up for myself. <laughs> now, with that, we're being serious because we know that it's hard in the face of temptations when you don't feel like anybody around you is supportive. Like, just lean into it and look internal to that drive that you have and just know your why and get excited about what you're doing. Get angry if you have to sometimes, but stand up for yourself. The Food Code Podcast is brought to you by Fit Mom Lifestyle. If you're interested in our individualized coaching that we always talk about and how we may be able to help you like we help our clients in accomplishing optimal health and losing weight and achieving their goals, you can click the link in the show notes and you can actually schedule a free 15 to 20 minute call with either of us. We would love to talk to you. Thank you all so much for being here. If you've enjoyed this podcast, the best thing that you could do for us as a gift to us would be to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, tag us, share it on Facebook, whatever platform that you listen, or just tell a friend, invite a friend to listen to this podcast. Um, The more that you can kind of share with word of mouth, the more people that we can touch throughout the world. Five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.